Welcome back to Kristen Simple Life Podcast. And um, for this podcast today, the name of this podcast is Life Always Comes Back Together. Before you listen to this podcast, please go back. There is a prerequisite for this. Please go back to July 5th of 2023 and listen to Sometimes Life Falls Apart. It's important that you listen to that podcast before listening to this episode. Listen to that episode before listening to this episode. So, um, Sometimes Life Falls Apart, July 5th of 2023. I believe it's July 5th um, when it posted. But um, if you go back, you should be able to find it. So... The name of this podcast is Life Always Comes Back Together. So in the other podcast, the other episode, um, Sometimes Life Falls Apart, I talk about um, just sort of my experience of how over the last, you know, two years or so has been the most difficult and um I read, I was reading a book, it, the, the, the name of the episode is inspired by um, a book that I was reading, and at the time it was When Life Falls Apart by Reva Timms, and um, now this episode is based off of When It All Comes Together by Reva Timms, um, because I've been reading her books, and they have been very much in alignment with what I've gone through in my own personal life and um it was it was very difficult to get through the first book but it was I had to finish the book before 2024 um I just felt an urgency to finish the book and I finished it and now I'm in the process of reading um her next book um and it's just interesting to see how things are kind of in alignment. So to, to give you a bit of a backstory, I got a divorce. Um, my divorce was final December um, 4th of 2022. Um, that year, I turned 43. And so way before my divorce, leading up to my 43rd birthday, my, my birthday is in April, um, in 2021, I was really, really emotionally having a difficult time. My mother passed away when she was 43, and I was just having um, just quite a very emotional, difficult time leading up to my 43rd birthday. And um, I had no idea that by by the end of me going through what I was dealing with, it would have led, you know, to a divorce. So that just kind of tagged on more pain for me. And um, so the last few years have been extremely, extremely hard and difficult. And I I want to say that I have cried probably more in 2023 than I've cried in my life and, and probably more than I cried when I lost my mom when she was 43. And so um, 
I talked about a little bit of what Reva Thames went through, which was nothing exactly like what I went through, but her husband was, you know, um, her and her, her husband, they, they were over a mega church and her husband was cheating on her. Um, and you can Google this and you can actually, you know, get the book, but her husband was cheating on her and, um, they got a divorce and, um, one of the things that stood out to me the most was that the people of God were really not compassionate. Um, a lot of the people just kind of told her, Hey, you know, you just need to move on. You got this big church, you got money, you got a nice house, you know, you just need to just, just, just suck it up. This is what men do. Men cheat. And I was really blown away by that, by the way that people responded and um, how it was kind of parallel in my own life is when I was really, really going through a difficult time, I really kept it inside for a very long time. It wasn't until I just was kind of sinking in quicksand when I decided to open up. And I. it was amazing because there were a lot of people that were you know, they understood what I was going through or they uh, tried to understand what I was going through. But a lot of people judged me. Um, a lot of people um, did not give me grace for all of the things that I went through trying to figure this new thing out. This was new for me. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't know how to battle these emotions I'm feeling about losing my mom at 43 and here it is I'm turning 43 and I'm alive and well and she wasn't and now I'm going through a divorce and I've never gone through a divorce before I've not ever really been a single mom and I didn't feel loved and cared for and here it was, people were judging me, judging me. And it was one of the most difficult things I went through. I lost so-called friends. I lost, you know, a lot of people stopped talking to me. And I experienced something similar many, many years back when I put a family member away for child molestation. And... um my family rejected me because they said, you don't do this to family. Family doesn't do this to family. And um, it just felt very similar to that, the grace that the other person was given, but I was not given. And I'm, I'm not saying it's the exact same as what it was with my divorce, but what I'm saying is, like Reva, some of the information that I was that was given to me or that was said by others was appalling. And so now I want to read a little bit of this chapter called the, the Tapestry of Life. And I want to tell you the definition of tapestry. If you just Google it, it is... Um, an, an art word, okay? It's a, it's a word that comes from the arts um, and crafts. And it is defined as a heavy cloth that has designs or pictures woven into it. 
and is used especially as a wall hanging. This comes from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. And I really want you to grasp the definition because this definition is really powerful. A heavy cloth that has designs or pictures woven into it and is used especially as a wall hanging. The tapestry or tapestry of life is a collection of memories, experiences, and emotions that shape our identity and define who we are. So it's a collection of memories, experiences, and emotions that shape our identity and define who we are. It's so powerful. So powerful. So in chapter three, the, ta the tapestry of life, when I think of the way God brings together all the puzzle pieces in our lives to form magnificent, a magnificent picture according to his master plan, I am reminded of a poem often quoted by the Hiding Place author, Corey Ten Boom. It says, my life is but a wavering between my God and me. I cannot choose the colors. He weave it steadily. Oftentimes we weave it sorrow. And I in foolish pride forget he sees the upper and I the underside. Not till the loom is silent and the shutters cease to fly. Will God unroll the canvas and reveal the reason why? The dark treads are needful. The, in the weaver's skillful hand as the threads of gold and silver. In the pattern he has planned. He knows, he loves, he cares. Nothing is truth condemned. He gives the very best to those who leave the choice to him. The author is unknown. So, Thames states that the lines of this poem paint a beautiful picture of God's work in our lives. In life, especially during hard times, often we see, often all we see are the knotted ends and overlapping threads of the underside of a tapestry. We see the chaos of our busy schedules, the ugly consequences of bad choices, the mess left after a divorce, or the confusion created by an unexpected diagnosis. We don't see the masterpiece God is weaving together on the top side of the tapestry. We don't see how he's giving our pain and problems a purpose and equipping us to fulfill his plan because the part of the picture remains out of view. So powerful. And as I read this, I began 
um, to get a little bit more emotional because truly, truly, the last two years, God has been painting a canvas. I am the canvas and he's been painting on me. And through some of the painting, there's been pain and sometimes it's been hard to navigate that that pain but I like the part that says oftentimes we weave it sorrow and I in foolish pride forget he sees the upper and I the underside that is so powerful it's so powerful it reminds me of the story of David David was set and anointed to be king. But it took a long time before he actually became king. And when he worked for Saul and Saul began to become jealous of David because David was winning wars. You know, um, Saul was killing hundreds and David was killing thousands. And Saul became prideful and jealous of David. So much so that David had to go on the run for his life because Saul was trying to kill David. And one day David got the upper hand, but he still chose out of honor and dignity not to kill Saul. But I cannot imagine when David was living in a cave, hiding from Saul, how painful that was for him. How he felt. I cannot imagine that here it is. You were given a prophecy that you would be king. But yet, you're not living like a king. You're living in a cave. Oh, I cannot imagine, but God was drawing on the tapestry of his life, right? He was drawing pictures on him as a canvas. And it, it goes back to oftentimes he weaveth sorrow and I in foolish pride forget he sees the upper and I the underside. There was an upper side to this. The upper side was, unfortunately, Saul would, would be killed. But that was because of Saul's own pride. The upper side was that David would become the king. And he would reign. And he would reign with honor and dignity. And he would win wars. And he would be loved by many. And feared by most. But he couldn't see that. All he could see was the underside, living in a cave, running from someone that he was serving, someone that he was casting out evil spirits that God allowed to enter Saul by playing the harp so beautifully. 
So I just want to encourage you, as I have been encouraged, that life does come back together. I am healing, quite more healed than I I have been the last two years. I still cry. I cry when I need to. But I am starting to have a little bit more tears of joy because I know that God's plan and what he has painted on my canvas is perfect. I am so grateful that I am alive. I am well. I have my mental health. I've not lost my mind through these dark, dark, dark hours that I have gone through. My children are healthy. My career is taking a shift. I'm talking to someone now. We'll see where that goes. And I start school again for the doctorate program in a couple of weeks. And I feel that great change is about to happen in my life. And all I am praying for now is that God will make me be prepared for it. Give me the grace to experience the great change you have for my life. And trials will come again. And the dark clouds will roll in. But every time the storm comes, it passes. And the sun will always shine again. Life, even when it falls apart, when your world falls apart, life always, always comes back together. Don't give up. Thank you so much for listening to Kristen Simple Life Podcast. And I will be with you next time. Hello, this is Kristen, and thank you so much for listening to Kristen's Simple Life. For John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. If you are not saved and desire a deeper relationship with God, all you have to do is confess your sins to him and say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. And that is it, folks. You are saved. Thank you again for listening to the podcast. And if you want to follow me on social media, I am on Instagram at Kristen Simple Life. God bless you. And I will be with you next time.